Can I be honest with you guys? Yeah. I was in bed watching Star Trek, getting ready for the night when Yorton sent that message out. Hey, I'm ready. I was like, oh shit, we're recording a podcast tonight. I totally forgot. You literally told you people who even posted, hey, what get I, ready for I, 8, 15, 830. When you have a four-year-old, things change. I don't even know what to tell you. Yeah, uh, your next- timing should be better. You should know how to... <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> Babies are weird, man. Um, anyways, I'm ready though. I have my notes out. It seems like this is gonna be a like I feel like with Jurassic Park, we all by the way, we started recording. Um with Jurassic Park, it it was like, yeah, great movie. Like not really much to talk about, but I feel like this episode is gonna oh. have some like Jared's eating spicy food, ready to spit some hot fire. Seth has a few notes that I'm sure are gonna make people mad. Yorton's ready to. I don't even know where Yorton's at. Honestly, I don't know if he hates this movie or not. Yorton, where are you at with this movie? Yorton. Oh, are we are we going now? Oh yeah, we're going. Yorton looks frozen. Oh, recording. To me, by the way. I yeah, think Yorton. it's you because you, your signal seems to be going off and on, and I I see everyone else just fine. I see everyone fine now. So where are you at with this movie, man? This movie? Oh, this is a movie where I feel like the heroes are the villains and the villains are the heroes with this one. <laughs> I actually hated a lot of... Especially uh, Nick. Especially, man. Oh, I did not like the dude at all. Vince Vaughn? Yeah, Vince Vaughn's character, man. And I'm like, like are you them. trying to make me like him? They're trying so hard to make me like him. But it's like, no, dude, you're a jerk. What did what did he do that I'm I'm really curious. So what did he do that made you not like him? They snuck in the hunter's camp and then freed all the dinosaurs, pretty much killed them all. Uh, where they could have easily the dinosaurs could have easily killed the hunters. Then the hunters come rescue them after they get thrown off the edge, and then he takes the bullet from the hunter, which probably cost a couple of the hunters' lives when he did that. So yeah. Yeah, good intentions gone wrong. Right. Jared, but where are you he, at, man? Here's my thing though. I, I don't agree with him because he's supposed to be a naturalist. Naturalists should hate these dinosaurs because they are <laughs> they're indigenous or they're not indigenous species. So they're killing the natural order of the environment. Okay. I Anyways, go. That. That's a good point. That's a good point. Jared, where are you at, man? That is a, a great point, Jordan. Um, we can dive back into it later. Um, <laughs> so no, no, because I actually do want to talk about it. Um, it. This is a sequel to a blockbuster. So what do sequels to blockbusters tend to do? Bigger, oh, bigger. and better. Mm-hmm. Uh, bigger doesn't always mean better and I mm-hmm. felt like this movie suffered from oh we're just going to try and be bigger and better than the other one and they this one really tried to be a summer blockbuster versus the original Jurassic Park did not try to be a summer blockbuster like as hard as this movie and I felt like this one suffered from it I uh I agree with you Jared um and I was Seth, you're going next. I just Jared said something I want to reply to. It's just, yeah, it felt like I had to go bigger when I actually maybe I'm jump starting here, but I really like the small group on the island trying to survive and then get off. I like that aspect. 
And then the cowboys come in with their jeeps and all their like yeehaw guns. And so I was like, okay, now we're going a different direction. And I feel like the movie could have just been a self-contained story of like five or six people trying to do good and also get off the island. I don't know. Um, but I felt like there was a lot going on. Seth, where are you at? Uh, very similar to most of y'all. So like for this movie, I really enjoyed like the all the way up up until the point and I didn't mind. So the where it went started going downhill for me is when, you know, the Jeep showed up and the helicopter showed up and engine yeah. showed up, right? Like up until that point, I was like, Okay, this is actually pretty good. This is good. And then that showed up, I was like, Okay, all right, still not too bad while they're on the island. The part where I checked out was when they leave the island. Like I just don't care. Every time I watch the movie, I get bored. I don't know why, but that's where I get bored with the movie. I found it a lot more entertaining, kind of like how you're getting at, where a survival story of three or four or five people on that island just taking pictures and trying to document it and come back and stuff was a lot more entertaining and interesting to me. And I think you could have done some really interesting things with that thematically if you want like to go to Jordan's comment about how, like, you know, a naturalist would it be against this? I mean, that'd be an interesting debate to have of like, oh, hey, here's this new animal species. And that could have been a highbrow kind of thing that could have been done in a blockbuster and film natural as far as part of the conflict and character development of some of the characters. So I feel like there's some missed opportunities overall that hampered it by them trying to go bigger. I'm so, with you. The first, I would say the first 25, 30 minutes, I was like, this is actually like, I'm really liking this. And then the Cowboys show up, you know. Um, all right, so how do y'all want to do this? I have a bunch of random notes. I have a few good things and a few bad things. Do y'all want to go just start with the random, start with the bad? I, I want to do good last because I want to end it on a good note with this movie. How do you guys organize your notes? I know, Yorton, you just kind of don't take notes. You just have your thoughts. But uh, um, So I'm just going to go ahead and start because this is the thing like that was... I want to start with really what? Bad? Oh, or this is bad. This is what took me out of the movie. Okay, let's just go um, with the bad then. Go with the bad. All right, go. So, again, as I was saying, bigger does not always equal better. They did the same exact trope that they did in the first movie with, like, the Jeep to, like, the uh, RV lab bus thing. They did the same trope. In that one, but they were like, no, we're going to make it better. We're going to add two T-Rexes. We're going to add a bigger ship. We're going to add another car. And then I get it. This is a fucking movie by dinosaurs. Not realistic at all, but they try and go with a lot of realism. They try to make it, like, grounded. Um, so you think about, like, obviously we love the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, and so, like, even though it's a little bit, like, it's super here. Don't give me that face. Batman Begins is amazing. Um, I, was like, I just like trolling you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. I will forever stand Batman Begins. But like, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of ridiculous, but he also tries to make it grounded. How the fuck is a Mercedes Benz pulling that entire RV back from the hill? Just like a Mercedes Benz like crossover. Pulling that huge lab bus from the ledge. What is happening? And then... That scene right there lasts longer than the end of the movie when the dinosaur winds up in, in San Diego, which should have been a longer part, right? And, you know, it's big. I mean, yeah, it did suck, Seth. It, it did suck. I was, I, was, I was like, 
Yeah. No, it was bad. It was no, that, that, it wasn't good at all. But it's just like your takeaway from the movie is what? Oh, you know the T Rex in San Diego. But why is the scene with the R with the van lab RV thing falling over the cliff longer than the T Rex in the city? Which should have been a bigger part because that was so much a part of the marketing of this movie. Okay. Yeah, with that point, you're right. It was a big part of the marketing. I feel like take that context out of it. I like the whole that whole sequence with the bus falling over and which we can dive into later. I f- this is this is weird, but I feel like they shouldn't have ever gotten on land on mainland, and I feel like that should have been a tease towards a third movie. Like at the end of the movie, there's a shot of a ship and a cargo on it, and you just hear a roar, and it's like they're coming, they're coming to the mainland. Like that should have been a tease, not oh by the way, the movie's over, but here's 15 minutes of the dinosaur <laughs> in in San Diego or something. Seth, it, Jared made a lot of good points. Do you have any anything? You yeah, want to I actually combat him with on that. Yeah, when I combat, I'm actually going to agree with. Because I think one of the problems with this franchise as a whole, and I'm going to kind of go a little bit bigger here, keeping in mind that I do not remember Jurassic 3 at all, and then these two movies, is that Jurassic Park and Jurassic World were both really good first movies. And I think one of the things that they have a problem with and that they struggle with in this movie series is retaining that sense of, hey, we're a sci-fi story, a realistic sci-fi story, and we need to like address some of these like higher concepts and keep this movie grounded on an intelligent level while still being wildly entertaining with dinosaurs, right? Which we know they can do because they did it in Jurassic Park. They did an amazing job of it in Jurassic Park, and they did a great job in Jurassic World. But it's like they never – they lose sight of like the questions, and so they never really focus in on those things. And so what you end up getting are these scenes where – we are going to tack on this 15-minute scene of this dinosaur in San Diego and everything, or we're going to tack on or elongate this scene with the bus, right, of them trying to survive, we're, which, I mean, I didn't actually mind that scene, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I see Jared's point on the Mercedes or whatever crossover, yeah, I think. It's what I, didn't need, I didn't even pay attention to the vehicle. I'm not even going to lie. I was paying, He had a winch. He was helping pull it back up. There's this, you know, time thing. The T-Rexes show up. I actually thought it was fine. I didn't have a problem with it uh, because, I don't know, it was a survival story, and I think a survival story worked better for that scene than it did. I think you know, my issue with that scene, sorry to cut you off, Seth. I think my biggest issue, yeah, that, that part did, like, annoy the shit out of me, but I think my biggest issue, why did that entire scene take 30 minutes? It, so, well, yeah. from what point are you starting at? When the two T-Rexes show like up at this camp? Approach. Yeah, when they start first approaching the bus. So uh-huh. the entire, like from start to finish, we were, it clocked in and around like nearly 30 minutes. So, so the issue is that the placement of the scenes, like what, what if that scene was towards the end of the movie? Like, let's say we eliminate the cowboy part of the movie, right? Like, they're not there. Yeah. It's just a survival thing. They're trying to get off the island. They're waiting for a pickup, and this happens oh, yeah, the, yeah, the movie. Yeah, that, Would you be the able to end then? Oh, sorry. The, no. the, near the end of the movie, like in the third act, that's a good third act. But when I'm looking at the second act of the movie, that's the bulk of your second act right there. Yeah, so they didn't really... I, okay, if you're saying this, I'm, I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so you tell me, confirm for me if I'm, if I'm understanding. Like, if it's a, this scene would have been good or would have been fine if they had actually been able to top it later. 
with something a bit more dynamic or a bit more longer, or maybe that's going to be shortened a little bit. Is, is that so kind of what it? Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go with that. So for me, it's that that scene should have been the final scene. So when we're doing the T-Rex through like San Diego, oh, that's the big ending, the big finale to the movie. But that you already had something in the in the in the middle of the movie that was so much better and so and like much longer and things like that. And so it's just like, what are we doing? It's like, are we adding in another like 15 minutes to the movie at the end for what? For nothing. And so even though I do love um, the Batman, it, it's still like it's still the two a plots in the same movie and you really can't have two a plots in the same movie the, the, you did not just compare this movie to the batman that no no, 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 the bat, no, no he's sir. trying to get you on a tangent here don't fall for it i stand for the batman don't get, i'm just bringing up themes of having two a plots in the same movie that's all i was bringing up because that was the first movie that came gotcha. to mind with two a plots and that's what this felt like two different a plots I want to, since we're, we're spending a lot of time on that scene, I do want to point out, I know we're in the bad notes here, but I want to point out some good things about that. I like, oh, there's a lot of issues with this movie, obviously. Like we all have different versions of what we wanted it to be based on how it was. <laughs> like we all like, oh, they should have done this instead. You know, we weren't satisfied. But Spielberg's directing during these action scenes were so well done. Like the rest of the movie, he was just kind of coasting, but he's like, okay, now here's, here's the action scene here. Here's how I'm going to do it. And it, it was great. Like the reveal when they're in, they're, they're in the camp and that T-Rex comes up and then the slow pan over to the other side and there's a second T-Rex there. It was just so well done. It was such a cool reveal. It's like, oh yeah, we're in the second movie. There's going to be more dinosaurs now. All right. And it was, I just thought it was so well done. That, as well as, uh, what's her name, falling down on the bus and landing on the glass and the slow cracking of the oh, glass. Just, oh, awesome. that whole scene was great. Yeah. Made me think. So remember in the first movie, they said they're all female, they cannot reproduce. But then they were like, oh, amphibians, <laughs> they can change sex. Oh. But again, no, they explained it away. They explained it away in the first movie. But again, they did not revisit that in this movie. One of two, though. Did you? But again, I don't think they had to. They only said it because that wasn't when they were in the park. Remember, this is a whole separate group of dinosaurs. New people, new dinosaurs, new everything. So even though the guy is a big game hunter... He says he wants to hunt a buck, a male T-Rex. Yeah. How does he know there are male T-Rexes there? Because, because he got remember, all the intel. All female. He He's got all intel oh, on him. They did the whole packets and everything. So I'm pretty Jordan's sure they have the information. With his hands on. and he is still going. You're you on mute, my guy. Seth, go ahead. I heard I hear. you. I heard him. Okay. I didn't hear Jordan at all. <laughs> he said some pretty bad things about you. I mean, no, it's pretty awful. Hey, whatever I it is, it's fair. He said he had <laughs> intel from something yeah, or other. They were ca carrying big packs of information I mean, and everything it's, about it's all fair. the individual dinosaurs and everything. So, so he, he had all the information is what he's saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, can, I think 
the other thing about it too is another little headcanon thing you could do for him asking for a buck if they didn't and they didn't actually have a male dinosaur there is simply engine lied i mean let's be real here they don't really like strike me as the most honest group of people like i could see them being like yeah there's t-rexes i want to hunt one okay cool i could all i'll be completely honest with you with the way that lawyer was portrayed he could say i want to hunt a buck and he's like yeah we got those two <laughs> not have a clue what was going on with that so you know, yeah. no you are right they're not the most trustworthy trustworthy guy so like it's even going from there they can just say like ah, oh, yeah sure whatever guy we just want you to come on the island We'll say whatever we need to to get you. No, you are right. I agree with you on that one. Sorry, Jordan. I cannot hear you. Ray, it's frozen Ray. again. Um, I bet you it's picking up his audio and it's going to sound absolutely insane on the podcast um, when everyone can hear it. Um, th- speaking of hand waving, to go with what Jared said, there's you know they kind of hand wave that. There's a scene too where they're talking about like, but after a few weeks of not having that enzyme that they're dependent on, the dinosaurs die. And Hammond's like, yeah, but they've been surviving. It's kind of cry- It's kind of crazy. Because it's like, okay, so this enzyme you produce to make sure they just survive if you don't give it to them, or if you don't give it to them, they don't survive, which prevents, you know, the population, whatever. Now they're just surviving? Like You just hand, yeah, they're surviving now. They evolved. Oh, okay, cool. We'll just go with it. So, That's all I needed, though. Life finds a way. Again, yeah. for me, go. it's that I'm not complaining. The first movie did yeah. so well at like trying to be grounded and realistic, but then this one was just like, hey man, all that shit, all that hard work that we did in the first movie to explain everything, yeah, they can go to hell. Here goes two T Rexes now, mm-hmm. and that's what I really. I don't right, mind yeah. the two T Rexes. No, 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 oh, no. I, I mean, that. I don't mind that, but I'm just saying, like, that's the fact. They were just like, no, no more science. Here goes more dinosaurs. Yeah. There was definitely they treated this topic less intelligently than they could have. There, there was a lot of potential here to keep some of that same intelligence that they had in the first movie. And so, like honestly, like that, like and I feel like Jurassic World actually did the the Jurassic World trilogy actually did the reverse. The first one was kind of like big and dumb. Okay, it's a summer blockbuster. Um, We're not gonna have yeah. that much science. Mm, that um, much, not as much as this one. Not, I mean, not as much as the original Jurassic Park. Okay. But then the second one and the third one added so much science, it tripped over mm. its own dong. See, I, I think the problem with that is that the second and third movie added an idea about the science, but then never delivered on it. Because like the third movie, for example, is a great – and I know we're getting a little off topic. We're still in the franchise. But like the third, Jurassic World Dominion, had a great idea of dinosaurs among the populace, right? Like how would we respond to that? How would the world – react to that how would there how would life continue and then it ended up being a rescue movie the whole time and so like they had the ideas in place i don't think they ever followed through with them this one and so yeah, i guess you're kind of right because like this one just didn't never have any idea really about for an intelligent idea yep. uh and so but i would say i do have a bad thing that i want to throw yeah. out there real quick that's what we're doing we're in the bad notes let's get yeah. back on top let's go and this is a little bit of a bad and a little bit of a good because it kind of goes both ways. I love Ian Malcolm and I love Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park. Like, I do. Yeah. But I feel like he should never be the solo main character in, this mo- in a movie because Ian Malcolm works better when he's, like, up against, like, an Alan Grant character or someone else. And in this, this movie, he doesn't 
really have that because he's having to be the action hero lead and you know chaos theory stuff and be the guy who well, they foils foiled in a main solo guy they get, yeah i liked him in this movie they made him they actually made him more of a character i guess because they he had well we'll talk about the daughter later um a, a daughter and a girlfriend and he actually had I don't know. He he was more of a character. He had stakes in this movie more than just. Maybe you relate him to more now that he's a. You, you see him as a dead figure, <laughs> so you like him better there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because well, it wasn't a it wasn't a full bad. Like he did good because Jeff Goldblum yeah. does good. It was just I felt like he works better as something else. If that makes sense, not that he was bad, but just yeah, he could have been. He, he, he needs another smart person to walk uh, uh, talk back with because it feels like more when he's. Just being Mr. Like intelligent, he seems more demeanor in this one rather than actually intelligent when he's uh doesn't have someone that it shows like, oh yes, equal wit. And so it's like comedy. It's sort of like he's punching down when he needs someone to punch up or punch with. Yeah, he, he, needs, he needs Jared someone to punch with and go back and forth. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, so what you're telling me is he's great as a six man, but not as the leading star. Because that's what he is. He's a six man kind of, right? He's just like the. Well, he's, he's James Harden. Yeah, I was say, yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of like a James Harden. He can be a superstar in his own right, but he can't really carry you all the way to the finish line. Did he seem taller in this movie compared to the last movie? Like he was towering over everyone in this movie. I just think that might be the height of the other actors in the movie. <laughs> or intentional. He's he's our solo lead now, so we're gonna do yeah. that. You know, Tom Cruise thing. So I I have a couple bad notes. Um, I we already talked about Injun going to the island and the whole cowboy scene. Um, Kelly, I like the daughter, cowboy scene. <laughs> I just thought I was like it changed the tone of the movie too quickly for me. I was like, oh man, this is this is a wild change. But Kelly, his daughter, saving him from the raptor with gymnastics was kind of grown worthy. I don't know if, where you guys if, stand with that. If I remember so right, I it's because not, Steven hold on, Spielberg. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jared, you can't hear Yorton talking. And I don't know what's going on. Yorton, can you hear Jared talk? Yeah, I can hear Jared talk. Okay, well, Jared, why don't you go first? Okay, so I did not mind the character of the daughter, but just every situation they put her in was just awful. And, like, her alone, anytime she had, like, a little bit of dialogue here or there, I was like, I don't mind your dialogue. But then when it came to, like, a set piece or a situation, it's just like, what are we doing? How do you actually write decent lines for a character, but then fuck them up every other opportunity you have? And that's how I felt about the daughter. Like, I really didn't mind her when she was talking, but just everything else she was a part of was terrible. Yorton? You talk, and Jared, you just nod your head and make sure you didn't mute him on accident. All right. So if I remember right, uh, Steven Spielberg had a daughter that re- recently got into gymnastics. So that's why he added that gymnastics scene, because he thought that was cool. And so I always think that's funny. So I always have like a little bit of like a grove at the same time. It's sort of sweet at the same time. <laughs> thing. I guess. Um, okay. So I do want to say that since Jordan exited and came back, mine auto mutes somebody when they come back in. I knew it. <laughs> I have to change my settings so it doesn't auto mute when somebody pops in. Okay. 
Um, this may this may get me canceled here, but um, <laughs> does Malcolm need to go? Does Malcolm need to go on Maury and take a paternity test? Why, dude? Dude, they're coming from you of all people. Really? Whoa, what? Really? Let me explain. Yes, of you of my all wife people. Is mixed. My wife is mixed. My daughter is quarter black, and you could tell there's a mixture. That's my point. You could tell there's a mixture. This girl, great actress, did a great job. <laughs> Looked like she had a black daddy and a black mama. I'm just saying. Okay, someone need to explain to you how genetics works and how they break down in quarters. Yes, and we'll, that, that'll do. be another topic because I could. Yeah. The four by four square. Yeah, four by four. Yes. Shout out, shout out to Gregor Mendel and the Punnett Square. <laughs> Good night, Ray. Come on. Gregor <laughs> Mendel. No oh, man. Is that, that, that'll explain to you how dominant and less dominant genes will work, and explain how you can have that result. And it's another negative I had. Looks so different. Another negative I had was. The guy opening the cargo hold at the end, like, bro, why'd you push that button? Who are you, first of all? It was a big and red button. Over there and went, know? oh, I hear a dinosaur. We push this button. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't get it. He was curious what was in the tank. I guess no one explained to him. But oh. okay, that whole that Wait. whole scene makes no damn sense. Yeah, I am, you ain't wrong. How how did the crew get eaten up in the ship? Yeah, Actually, I know. Yeah, no, that, go off. Hey, go off. That, that's something. Even when I was a little kid and saw this movie in the movie theater, I was like, "What the hell?" Where they're li- I, I would have liked at least maybe they saw little raptors or something. Maybe the baby T Rex itself was loose and killed them all. But no, we get no explanation of how the crew all died, and just like, oh no, but they're all locked up in the container the whole time. So well, I guess is little dinosaurs found their way aboard, but I don't know. There's no explanation. We there. saw no evidence of them. We just saw something was eating the crew. Seth? I, that reminds me, when you talk about a dumb guy doing things right in this movie, there is one thing I felt, felt that could have really saved all the people on the island, and that was if Engine had done like a better job of background checks on their employees, because their employees were kind of stupid. Like... Mm-hmm. They had these hunter people come in, like Peter Stormore's character, or Stormore, I think that's how you say his last name, uh, the guy that. from, yeah, that dude was an idiot, I was, he's like, oh hey, I'm in this whole island with all these predators I don't know about, I'm a hunter, I know what I'm doing, and I am going to consistently and constantly do the dumbest thing I can do in this situation, and then... You have like his partner who's out scouting with him, like, I'm just going to sit here and put in music, and I'm not going to listen to you, I'm like... Y'all are in a volatile situation with two massive T-Rexes and Velociraptors that you know you're heading towards in this area, and you're like, ah, paying attention? Who needs to do that? Why I know I that? keep on calling them hunters, but I feel like a majority of them were actually just like mercenary groups, hired gunmen, rather than hunters by the well, look yeah. of them. Yeah, but I feel like there's still a little bit of training common yeah, sense no. here, right? Like. Well, it depends on what your budget is. I mean, they were about to file for Chapter 11, so maybe they didn't have the best of budget to hire everyone. That's fair. That's fair. No, who who was shown as a complete idiot 
and should know better because of what she was working on was friggin' Sarah when she was still walking around with her jacket that was had T-Rex blood on it. Baby T-Rex blood. Why? Her, who she always made it clear that they had great sense of smell and everything, why was she walking around the whole time with that stupid jacket on? It was her lucky jacket. She goes everywhere no, with it. The was the lucky, not the... No, I, I know. Yeah, I just make it a joke. I know. Just right. Yeah. Jared, uh, Beth, do you guys have anything else that you want to talk about in this category of just stuff that did not go well? I mean, I'm sure we'll think of some later, but any that you I already jotted down? I, I, I have more. I you think more? we need to move on. <laughs> but well, no, okay. let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm, we're going to. <laughs> we're just doing I, the best. I, I do want to say this was an entertaining movie and i enjoyed my time with it even if i was disappointed and frustrated at times i was like eh, there's still a lot of you know dinosaur that's what I sort of want to move around to the good yeah i will say i did not like vince vaughn and i think that his character would have worked better had it been anyone but vince vaughn i just don't no, think he, he was really no. good in the role you're I wrong. Think I don't think his logic made any sense in the movie. I like so. Vince Vaughn. I, it's not an anti-Vince Vaughn sentiment. I like Vince Vaughn. I just didn't like Vince Vaughn in the role he was in. Because when he had the, well, that's why I'm here, like, moment. I don't know. I cringed every time I see that in the movie. I'm just like, oh, dude, no. That, you're not some secret weapon. You're Vince Vaughn. Go crash a like, wedding. This is, so he made, um, what's that movie you made with John Favreau, the... Your soul money. Oh, Swingers. He made Swingers with John Favreau, and that was like their breakout independent movie. And then he immediately like got this role right after. And so it's a very young Vince Vaughn, who, as we later find out, is not an action hero. <laughs> yeah. He's just That's a saying. comedy guy. Yeah, I like Vince Vaughn. I just don't like him in this role. Like, I think that was the problem I had with the character more than anything. I think anyone else probably could have pulled the character off a little bit more made it seem more transition. So one of the things I liked is I love a good opening scene that feels like a short film that also kind of sets the tone. And like Spielberg's done it before. He did it with Saving Private Ryan, right? That whole beach scene, which is really kind of separate from the rest of the movie, except that, you know, I guess the connective tissue is World War II and <laughs> Tom Hanks. But you could just watch that on its own and be like, what an experience. Same thing, I love the intro to this movie. Just a family with, like, apparently 100 employees on a yacht for some reason. Um, and then, you know, the whole girl walking. Yeah, but, okay. Seth just made a, a motion, like, they got money. Yeah, I know, but, like, what are these employees doing? Do you have one doing laundry, one doing dishes? Like, what is happening here? How many employees do you have? Anyways, I just love the opening scene. That's my guess. The catering crew. Towels. Maintenance. You got the servers. Everybody's sleeping. It was a big yacht if you saw it in the background. Not I sleep for... on the deck in the back, you know. You got bunks. Yeah. Y'all got anything I else agree. you want to add? I agree with you, though. That was a really good scene. That was a good opening scene. And it reminded me of the... I have not read the Lost World sequel novel, but yeah, there, yeah. that scene always made me think of the first book. And I don't know why if there's a scene similar to it, but I feel like there was because... There was a lot more intro in the book that wasn't okay, in the movie. Okay, so the intro in the the book was more than uh, uh, it was a doctor on the main island 
or the the main country. Uh, yeah, and they he was like the uh, they helicoptered the dude in, and he's like, "What are these wounds? I did not recognize these types of wounds." That's and what everything. it was. And so that yeah. brought in the government to investigate what what's going on here. That's what it reminded me of that that scene. I don't know. Like you saw it from the other end instead of the doctors. Yeah. Like what happened to the girl afterwards? You saw it. What how it happened? Uh, but like I really liked that ending. The other thing I have that was a good note was. And I kind of already said this, but I want to go back to it, is that I do feel like truly that the first, you know, 20 to 30, 40 minutes of this movie was really good. Like I thought it was a really solid movie that was heading towards a really good thing. And then it veered off course like a roller coaster that's lost its track <laughs> very, very fast. Uh, yeah, it's a strong first quarter of the movie. Jared, what do you like about this movie, man? Um, <clears throat> same sentiment. I really enjoyed uh, the beginning part of the movie, so no, but it's like up until the like, I guess the bus scene. It, then even after that, it's just like Peter Stormare was just dumb. I I don't know, man. I so we're in the good I'm, section right now. I know, I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay, actually, I will say this. I did not hate the dialogue in this movie. Um, yeah. I really didn't. And so, like I was saying, like mm-hmm. even the daughter, um, I liked every time she spoke. I um, liked Julianne more. Um, you know. Actually, I, sure, I yeah. actually, I actually mm-hmm. liked. What? Uh, yeah, the casting I thought was pretty good. You know. There are a couple exceptions, but I thought the casting was good. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just like, uh, there's some, like, I hate, because I don't want to say this had good bones. It had good throughout, because it went off the rails. Like, Seth is right, it did go off the rails. Um, it had good epidermis, but the bones yeah, there we go. Bones means there <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> bones means there was something there throughout the movie. We are now an anatomy podcast. The amputated part of it. Um, so that's why I say it didn't have good bones throughout. Um, but no, like, honestly, I didn't hate the movie. It, for me, it was just, like, ultra meh. So I don't really have anything, like, overwhelmingly positive to say. So I'm sorry. I'm kind of negative. That's why I'm... No, no, no. It's fine. I think, like you said, you didn't hate the movie. I just feel like, like us, you were frustrated because, like, you saw all the good in it, but it couldn't deliver. And it's just like it just came off of a movie that's universally loved, too. And that's the part that I think that's really the biggest bummer for me is that it's the sequel to a universally acclaimed movie. So it's like you watch Godfather 1 and then you watch Godfather 2 and then Godfather 2 is like actually Godfather 3. Yeah, yeah. First of all, he did a pun with Universal, and I appreciate that. Uh, you know, universally loved Universal. Nice. I see what you did there, Universal Studios. I'm with you. Uh, I don't think you did that on purpose because I didn't. No, no, he doesn't have that level. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but I will say one more positive though. Talk about casting. I really actually loved the lead hunter because for the most part, he was acting mostly logical. Despite his irrational, like, I'm just here to hunt. I don't care about the rest of this. But he was actually oh, kind of like, you know, he did Pete Postlewaite, I think. Wait, uh, yeah. wait. How do you yeah. say that? Yeah. I liked him in the movie. He just passed away. Rest in peace. 
not yeah. yeah. It was a couple he, years ago. And I am a little disappointed that version that I saw had one of his scenes cut. Uh, if it wasn't, it was like one of the ones if you watch the expanded videos where it's before they get to the island and he's talking to his buddy about like, hey, we got this plan and everything. And some dudes in a, who are sitting next to him at a restaurant uh, harassing a waitress. And he goes and gets in a fight with them. But he's like, to make it fair, I'm going to tie my hand, one hand behind my back and everything. And then fights them all with one hand. That's too much. <laughs> I know it's too much, but I think it goes to, to show what his personality is. And I, I enjoy that scene. I yeah. actually agree with Seth. Why is this the the big game hunter the smartest guy on the fucking island? What? No, I agree with you, Seth. I'm with. You. I liked him. I loved him. Actually, thank you for because I almost forgot about it. Just thinking about all my negativity. Um, well, unfortunately, no. he's easy to forget because the back well, I mean, of the movie goes off the rails. Yeah, but so, um, but no, heck yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, you're right. It's funny as though you hate him when you first meet him. I don't. <laughs> when you first meet him, he's just an asshole. But then, like he was, he was on the verge of becoming one of those like mustache twirling villains. But then he ends up saving the crew from the bus, and he ends up becoming the most reasonable person on the island. Like, oh, he's he's not the asshole. At the, I mean, he's an asshole, but he's an asshole with you know, he's a good guy. Here's I think he's thing. also a person. I think he was an asshole when it needs to be an asshole because he was talking to the uh, owner. It was like, dude. We do not need to be setting up here because we will die if we set up here. He was doing his job. So for me, I feel like that that exchange really showed like, hey, this guy knows what he's doing and won't take any shit, basically. Uh, another good thing I liked is anytime we're with our main crew on the island, I just like watching that, that main group, not engine, the group. You know, I, yeah. I felt like the movie should have been more focused on that. And I think we already talked about that. But Malcolm has one line that <laughs> he says so subtly. And it just, it's my favorite line in the movie. It's when they're climbing. And they're, I think there's raptors after him or something. And he's like, increase your rate of climb. Oh, no, it was, it was in the bus scene when they're climbing up the rope on, and the bus is falling out. <laughs> and he goes, increase your rate of climb. To the, but he says it. So subtle, I, I can't do it justice. I just love my, that line so much. My favorite line of his was when Richard Attenberg, or Hammond's character, right? And he goes, oh, you went from, uh, was it capitalist to conservative? Conservative. I'm tripping over the word right now. But uh, it's just four years. So it was really impressive. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. that was like, he called out one of the movie's illogical parts that the See? guy went from like, this to this but he called it out in a way that made it believable if that makes sense and so i actually yeah. didn't have a problem with the fact that the guy switched uh, but but to me that just to go with that 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 mm -hmm. is something that really happens a lot with the uh uh, uh rich people who are about to die and everything they want to leave a positive and so if you see like rockefeller how he built the rockefeller center and a lot of new york a lot of their famous structures were bit built from titans of the industry towards their twilight years wanting to have a good memory so i do like that they brought that up because i think that's a fair point <laughs> mm -hmm. also like by the way that toby oh, from west wing was in this movie i'm sorry right i didn't mean to cut you off there but no, from you, west wing? Eddie. Uh, toby no toby Eddie Carr? Um, oh, is that yeah. his name i don't 
Yeah, no, in the movie no. Car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Skiff is his name in real life, and he played it. So he played Eddie Carr. Is that his name in the movie? Yes, I Eddie Carr. His, yeah, no. he played Toby in West Wing. Uh, nice. I like that guy. Every time I see Richard Skiff in something, I'm like, oh, hey, I like that guy. He's my favorite character from West Wing. So anytime I see him, I enjoy him. I like the way that he delivers his lines, like in anything he I, does. Yeah, because he's got that quiet, uh, just like sarcasm. Yes. He's like, I, I'm always yeah, going to be a man. Shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> yeah. You won't even it'll kill you so quickly, you won't even know you had an accident. <laughs> and he's, he delivers. His line delivery is so good. Yeah. Violence, technology. Not a good mix. <laughs> yeah. I, he, he's, yeah, I, I like him. So that's George. the part of the thing I, I have where half the crew of the, uh, of our main crew here, I like. I like Eddie and I like uh, Ian. I don't. I don't like Sarah, and I don't like Nick. God, I can't agree more. Yeah, yeah. Sarah, off and on for me, hot and cold. Um, go ahead. I hate Explain. the fact, like the first time that we we see her, she's just breaking her own rules, like with, with the Stegosaurus. Yeah. Like, hey, look, we don't need to be interacting with them. Oh, but there's a baby Stegosaurus. What do I want to do? Go and Literally pet it. Literally in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> Horrible establishment. You know me. I'm all about like the big establishing who this person is. And they completely ruined that with me, with her. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, anyway. anything else that you guys liked about the movie before we move on to just random notes? Because there's a few Last thing. Notes. Raptors yeah. in the high grass. Uh, I, I oh, love that yeah. scene. Yeah. But to me, and, and the fact, like, right. to me, that I'm always like, raptors in the tall grass, raptors when they shout it. To me, I just feel like that's a great way to build up tension. And then you slowly see the raptors coming off from the edges with, with those trail of the grass going down and their tails a bit showing. Just great, great Spielberg. building up tension. Yeah, Spielberg, when he, he is very good. showed up and set to direct, he was awesome. I will say one more thing, and this is cheating, but I don't care. Uh, I like the music. Well, yeah. they just kept <laughs> Jared's face popped up like, you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I feel like this movie is looked... I, I don't know. I was too young to really understand what the consensus was on this movie when it came out. You know, I was just like, oh, dinosaurs, cool. You know, so I don't really know at the time what people thought but i do feel like this movie has seen or is looked more fondly on now because the third movie was so divisive you know people are like oh it's not the first it's not like the first two movies it's you know i, I it's just a theory i'm, I'm throwing out there your man what's funny for me because it's easy for me to remember when i saw this movie because it was during the summer when i was actually going through band camp it was like halfway through the band camp that I was uh, at. And when we got done with the movie and came back for another rehearsal and everything, our band director f for the band camp also saw it and was making like jokes about like, oh, I see what you were doing there with the Asian guys running <laughs> in, Jurassic Park, in the Jurassic Park movie. I see what you were trying to be, uh, be a reference to and just other funny things. So for me... This movie I always remember as sort of a funny way of like marking a little event in my life with that. Seth, you were going to say something? Oh, no, I was just going to say, I actually thought it was the other way around. I thought people like uh, 
liked a lot when it or not liked it as much as the first one but still liked it and as it's gotten older people seem to dislike it more but i could be wrong no i have no idea i just remember people saying the first two were good and then but i feel feel like yeah people have since gone back and watched it and been like well the first one's good the first one's great um random notes just random notes here i feel like this movie they didn't remaster it quite like they did the first one, which is fine because I actually kind of like the the '90s look of it. You know, I appreciate it. Um, the big game hunter, whatever his name is, the guy that's rolling barking. His comments about he's been on too many safaris with rich dentist is just kind of relevant. That's kind of crazy considering there was that story a few years ago about the dentist who like shot the lion. Remember that? Yes. Oh wait. That's hilarious because of the meme that goes around where people think that like Spielberg shot that Triceratops. And, yeah. Like, you know, the yeah. one where all of that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But yes, that, that is kind of crazy. Like Wait, a, did that happen? Full circle meme. Had that, that happened? That happened way yeah. before. Yeah, I think it was like the last year, the year before. No, it was fairly recent where he shot the line. The last the line. five years for sure. Yeah, so that's um, kind of crazy. It was like a social media thing. But I think yeah. that's just because. <laughs> I think they use that as a great way as a dentist because it's also an occupation that is like, oh, yes, they make a lot of money, but they're not going to know squat about being out in the wild and everything. So it's that perfect, like, oh, yeah, nice little All, all of our dentist listeners are now very angry and will be writing bad reviews of the podcast because we just <laughs> insulted the, them. I love the dentistry <laughs> world. That's my favorite of the doctors. Um so I, I paused the movie during the scene when the car crashes through a blockbuster just to mm-hmm. get a look at the movie posters. Here's what I can make out. We have Arnold as King Lear. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? We have Robin Williams and Jack and the Beanstalk, which makes sense. Tom Hanks is in Tsunami Sunrise. Yes, that would I laughed when I saw that one. The, the Tom Hanks Tsunami Sunrise? Yes. Those are only three I can make out. Okay, so what I was going to ask you then is like, which one would you most likely want to see out uh, of those? Tsunami Sunrise with Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's got to be that. I love Robin Williams, but that movie, I'm not seeing a Jack and the Beanstalk movie. I, I thought for sure you were going to say the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, which one I want to see is that one. Which one's going to be the best is Tsunami Sunrise. Okay, because that's what I was asking. Which one would you be most excited? Like, yes, I, I need to see that one. Um, okay, that's all I got. Y'all want to move on to the categories, or do you have any other random notes you want to get off your chest? Okay. Oh, no. Best. I do want to say the gym. Oh, sorry. No, no, go, go. The random note in the gymnastic scene, you can actually tell that was a that was a stunt, uh, stunt lady or a stunt yeah. man, whoever did it, because that person was so damn tall. <laughs> like, no, no, no. So. Random note, like, obviously we already talked about that scene, but, like, um, and just my one random thought was, like, you couldn't have found, like, a child gymnast or somebody at least, like, that size? That That's a full-grown adult. There is a good, like, foot and a half difference between that person and the girl, you. and we can tell. My only issue is, how did they have enough weight to really push them off? I feel, I feel like... Really, they should have just went into the raptor because raptors seem pretty solid and heavy. I thought that was a pretty cool scene until the gymnastics happened. Like the raptors digging mm-hmm. their way in and stuff. Yes. 
here's my explanation for you, Jordan. They have avian like bones. Yeah, so that was the only really thing. lightweight yeah. bones. That's that's also, all I got. Since we're talking about the raptor scene, there's no way Malcolm survives in that whole raptor scene at the end. Like they're they had Which, like eight chances to kill Malcolm and they were like, No, he has too much plot armor. Let's wait an extra second before we jump on him. And it was just I do like the scene though where he goes in the door, and the raptor just jumps with the glass, so he leaves the door again. He's like, Well, that didn't work. Um, okay. Favorite scenes or best scene. Here we go. I feel like this is we all have different scenes we're gonna nominate here. Here's the ones I have. Please add your own. I have the two T Rexes showing up for the first time. And that kind of goes all the way through the bus falling off the cliff. Because it's just a long scene. Jared, you can break it up if you want. And then I have the two T-Rexes at the tent uh, later on in the movie, at the campsite later on in the movie. And I think that's when they're chasing them somewhere. I don't remember. Oh, is that... They take them into the waterfall. The waterfall cave? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got for best scene. What do you guys have? What do you want to add? Dude. Tall grass, man. Tall grass. By yeah, far. I felt like it was too short, but I'm. I'll, I'll, we'll include it. That's a no, good it's so good that nope. I, I'm just going to. <laughs> yeah, I, I just that's why I didn't put it on there. But you're right, that was really good, Jared. Oh man, I I um I don't know actually. I don't think a single scene like compelled me like positively enough to nominate for like my favorite. No, you like yeah. the the the. The bus where the glass was cracking and everything. No, I got to take the entire movie into account. So, like, since the movie continued after that, I <laughs> oh, I that scene sucks in context of the movie. Would you go with the opening? No, no, I would not. <laughs> Jared, you got to pick something, you son of a bitch. Come on. I, it's not that I hated every scene. It's just like nothing. Just like, okay, oh man, enough. I love that part. Let me watch that again. Well, hey, hold on, Seth. What was the movie where we just were like, no one's MVP of this movie? That's what's happening right now. Where was like, it, you were just was, like, was I it don't Dark Phoenix? Oh yeah, Dark <laughs> Phoenix. We didn't want to pick anyone. All right, Seth, your turn. What's up? Uh, so I have my favorite scene, but I'm not sure it's necessarily the best scene. Is I really, really enjoyed when. We see Ian Malcolm talking to John Hammond because I thought that like, I was talking earlier about how I feel like Ian Malcolm needed someone to really go back and forth with. And I feel like that's the only time he got to do that. And I feel like that's when Ian Malcolm's at his best. So I really enjoyed that scene. However, I'm going to go with the glass cracking part of the bus scene because that was super like every time she moved and you saw like the glass breaking, it was like a play on when you're on a frozen lake and the ice is cracking and stuff, except this time it's glass and there's a really long fall down to your, you know, <laughs> untimely demise. Uh, like I thought that was really cool. I liked that part. And that is about the best I can say for a best scene. Otherwise I'm in Jared's boat with, I can't really. do that. I'm going with the, I'm going with the glass just so we can share that. And we have a winner. Um, Yorton, that scene with the Raptors is really cool though. I just want to, it is. <laughs> um, MVP of this movie, uh, I'm not going to pick a person. I'm going to pick the T-Rexes. I thought their scenes were awesome. The way they just like toyed with their the humans in the air and just they were terrifying in this movie and I loved them. 
I, I feel like the Raptors kind of took a hit this movie, where the Raptors were really great in the first movie. They kind of... I didn't think they were that cool in this movie. They had the one scene that Yorton brought up, but you didn't really see them, right? When they actually showed up, they kind of under-delivered. Under so I'm going T-Rexes more than just an actor. Um, Yorton, who do you got? Uh, I am going to go with uh, Roland, the hunter. Uh, like I said, in this movie, I'm Team Hunter. <laughs> I like the right. hunter guys better than I do like our main cast here. And All I was right. much more on their side for this movie. <laughs> Jared? Uh, I'm going to agree with you, Ray. I'm going to go with the T-Rexes. All right. Dinosaurs all the way. Hey, if submarines won MVP of whatever. You're not going to give me an argument about it. I, I'm not going to argue the T-Rex. That's you were also getting over you're talking about the submarines. <laughs> go ahead, Seth. I was saying Dinosaurs won last movie, and I feel like Dinosaurs need to win this movie because it's the only reason you watch the movie. I mean, you're not yeah, watching it for true. you're not watching it for any other thing except to see dinosaurs. And when you see dinosaurs, the movie works for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, and when you don't see dinosaurs, with the exception of the beginning, it doesn't work all that well. It gets more annoying. So I'm gonna go dinosaurs as well. Although I did like Roland a lot. Um, let me see. Do I don't have my list pulled up? Let's do the road trip. Who are you going to take a road trip with, and who are you going to least want to take a road trip with? Seth, go, you go first this time. Uh, still Ian, Ian Malcolm. Or no, no, I was hamming the last time. I'd say Ian Malcolm this time because he seems like the only person watched to go ahead on his shoulders at times, and I feel like if I went with anyone else, I'm going to die. Like, okay. I'm, we're going to make some bad decisions. It's going to be that Michael Scott scene in the office where he drives into the lake, but instead we drive off a cliff because the GPS says turn here. And your least favorite? Mm. Who would you not want to do a road trip with? Peter Stormare's character. Yeah. There's a scene where he's like walking up to Vince Vaughn. And Vince Vaughn's like, dude, what do you want? (laughs) He just keeps like like, trying to start a fight for no reason. Uh, I felt like the dude was drunk the whole time during the movie. Did anyone else get that feeling with him? Yeah, I just felt like he was drunk. It, it really felt like he was drunk. So, no, but honestly, if I'm going on a road trip, I'm picking, again, actually, I didn't, I'm picking Dr. John Hammond this time. I'm going to use that. That's who logic. I picked last time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just saying. I was like, <laughs> I have to pick Seth's logic from last time to pick him this time. He's no, invalid no, this back. time. Take that back. You know what? I'm not going on a road trip. I'm not going on the road trip. I'm going on a yacht trip. I'm going with those people on the yacht from the beginning of the movie. That's a I'm good going pick. on a yacht trip with them. You, you tell the family, hey, I, I, I heard a room opened up because... You know, your daughter's not here oh anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going with them, too. Uh, Jordan, how about you? I, I'm going to go with Roland. We're going on a hunting trip together. I'll just see what I can pick up from the dude. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm, nope. You have fun hunting. I'm on a fucking on, buddy. yacht. <laughs> I'll be on a yacht. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, hey, their daughter's room just opened up, so. I'm going to pick you know, a you're raptor not for who I don't want to go line. with. Huh? Okay, you're not so, on the boat with that line. You go in and tell them that. I just want you all to know that. Okay, don't start with that opening line. They're not going to let you on. I'll change my opening pitch. And, uh, <laughs> who I would not want to go on a trip with by far 
is Peter, the uh, CEO dude. I talk about the most annoying, squirmy type. Like, no, 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 no. I did like that scene where he's like, all right, y'all, let's go. And no one stood up. Come on, get up. We got to go. And everyone's just like, he doesn't exist to them. You, you um, just write the paychecks. That's all you do. That's honestly, how they see that, that part. Like, felt so cringe, but also so real at the same time. Like, we've all no. been there when someone is trying to get everyone to do something, and we're just like, "No, shut up." Yeah, who are you? Shut up. <laughs> um, six man award. Who, who's got? Who's gonna win six man? I'm going with um, the hunter. So, um, yeah, rolling. I'm going him too. Yeah, I'm going rolling. Ian Malcolm can't win this, right? No. No. Uh, I'm not going to give Roland MVP because he wasn't in the movie that long. He wasn't really a main character either. So, I mean, he's a character, but he wasn't like, his story wasn't driving the movie. Unfortunately. He came off the bench and stole the show. Yeah. So, So, I'm good with him being six man. I like this character. Yorton, I know. (laughs) I'm going to go with Eddie Carr. I enjoyed, like we were talking about, I like his dry humor, the sarcasm that he has. Uh, he he saved the day of <laughs> for everybody else except for him. He turned oh, out to God. be a snack for the T-Rex. Yeah. Yeah. I like and him too, I, but yeah. I feel like the Russell Westbrook Award, which is an element in the movie, you, you're not changing because Russell Westbrook does not change. You just have to take him out. And if you take... This element out, the movie's better. I'm just gonna say the gymnastics scene. Just edit that part you, out. Not the whole good. cowboys. Just take out the entire cowboys and redo the whole movie with uh, just them surviving. Yeah, redo it. I'm saying you, all you can do is yeah. take it out. You can't change the movie except for taking something out. Take out San Diego for me. Yeah, that, hey, that feels too easily. Big, but... San Diego, it's gotta go. We got a nice, cleaner movie, movie yeah. here. Just, just, I'm going to say right now, I'm just going to move my team to L.A. I'm sorry, guys. We're, uh, we're going to skip the let's fix this movie portion because we don't have that much time. Um, <laughs> I feel like that'd be an I feel like by podcast. far the movie's better if you skip out the San Diego scene. No, because you makes... still have so much more to fix. No, but that was a vast improvement of the movie is all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's play yeah. the Rock Tomatoes game. Um, uh oh. <laughs> let me get my uh, let me get my meter up. Here we go. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten oh, Tomatoes. I have no idea. It's the Rotten Tomatoes game. Oh, I have All right. Um, What'd you do? Nothing. Y'all can't hear the music, and so you just kind of always talk over the music, which is fine because I can always edit it out. <laughs> yeah, you just um, splice the music in. That, that, that's what I end up doing anyway. Um, <laughs> but it's always funny because I used to not do that. I used to like used to pick up my computer sound as well on the recording on the old way, and sometimes you would be told, "Oh man, I wonder what this is going to be," and it's like Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay. Uh, Jared won? Yeah, I actually won last week. I'm proud of myself. You got it on the dot, right? That was my first win. Yeah, he got it on the dot. Okay, so Seth, I think you're furthest away. What what, what do you think this this is? This is is tough. I'm going to be angry when I get done with this movie, I feel like. Because I feel like 
I'm going to be honest with you. There's a movie that got a really bad rating that I feel like it was better than this movie. And so I'm going to say this movie has a 64 because I really feel like this is a really ultimately mid movie and meh. And there's the first half is kind of good. The back half is uh, off the rails. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be way off because it's Spielberg, but I'm going to say 64. Okay. 64. Uh, Jordan, what's your pick? I'm going to go with 75. I feel like, yeah, this movie, I think people rated it better when it came out. And I feel like it still has a lot of people who enjoy it. Because remember, it's just a positive or negative with the people. So I feel like a lot of people still liked it, but saw the flaws of it, gave it a positive review, but not as many positive. So that's what I'm going with. All right, let me write these down. Sorry, there's three of you guys now. I keep forgetting. So, Yorton said 70, what? Five. 75, and then... Said Seth said the winning six, number. Which was? Whatever the 60. winning number is. I'm just kidding. I said 64, though. 64, and Jared, last but not least, what do you, what do you think this movie got in Rotten Tomatoes? 64, 75? Honestly? Oh... I'm just very lukewarm on this movie, so I'm gonna go like fifty-five. Okay. See, that's what, if you win, I'm gonna be so mad because this will be the second time that the number I my gut tells me, and I'm like, nah, it has to be higher. I'm gonna be so mad. One of you guys is only two points away from the actual score. It had an audience score of fifty-one, but the Rotten Tomato score was fifty-three. Oh, <laughs> making a comeback. I hate it. I talk myself <laughs> out of it every time because I thought my the movie I saw about was Apocalypse. I thought like this movie was worse than Apocalypse. I found Apocalypse infinitely more enjoyable than this movie. Like there's less oh, issues with it. Oh, I, I mean, but I'm biased. Really. So. I mean, I just think Apocalypse had less problems. Like there was not as many problems where I'm like, oh hey, if we just eliminated this part of it, then change this part of it, then change this part. Apocalypse has had some pacing issues that need to be fixed, whereas opposed to this one. But I, I admit, I obviously as an Apocalypse lover, so this movie needed X Men is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Oh my god, oh, isn't that the? Story. Yes, let's do this. Savage Land. Yeah, yes. that's what I was thinking. This is pretty much Savage Land. Then that's all you're doing. Then if you put slap X Men into it, I'm sold. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, the movie already went up 15 points for Seth. This movie had a budget. That. It had a budget of 63 million, the same as the first movie. It made 618 million. So this franchise is just producing for Universal's. Wait. Yeah, you said it has the same budget. It came in at the same budget as the first movie. Yeah, that's impressive. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, usually, you know, a second movie means, ex- especially from a success, right? Yeah, I feel Bill like Berg they had a lot of the stuff this. already set up. Like, they didn't have to rebuild the T Rex head; they reused mm-hmm. it. So, I think they had a lot of assets that they were able to reuse to help them on their budget. The first that's movie a- made over a billion dollars. Which is crazy. Yeah. This one still six hundred eighteen million. Like especially in ninety six, that's crazy. Like, that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but as always, Roger Ebert is great. He gave the movie two out of four stars. He <laughs> said, um, "Here's the key to the movie's weakness: 
Many elaborate sequences exist only to be elaborate sequences. In a better movie, they would play a role in the story. I think that's a pretty good point. He ends it with, the film structure is weird. I thought it was over. And then it began again with, with a San Diego sequence in which Spielberg seemed to be trying to upstage the upcoming Godzilla movie. The monster stepping on car sequences in the current Japanese import, Gomera, Guardian of the Universe, are more entertaining. And we can really believe that, a sh- and can we really believe that a ship could ram a pier at full speed and, and remain seaworthy? The problem with the movie is that the dinosaurs aren't allowed to be the stars. Um, he he goes on and on. He has a really well thought out review, and I thought it was it's worth checking out. He um, he was right though. Spielberg did beat Godzilla. He did upstage Godzilla even with that one scene because that Godzilla '90s movie was bad. Well, that here's what's ironic bad. though. They, this last part of the movie was basically a Godzilla rip, while Godzilla uh, last part of the movie was a rip on Jurassic. Park with all the baby uh, Godzillas acting pretty much like raptors. <laughs> Here's what I remember about Godzilla that made me as like a 12 year old go, ooh, this is not good. It was a scene where they're like, we caught you on camera and they show a tape and the tape is literally footage of the movie that we're, we have just watched. It wasn't like in-universe footage. It was what the audience had just seen at the theater, like well-directed camera director work. I was like, you guys are lazy as hell. Like, I don't understand this. Anyways, um, next week we're going to watch the last movie in this Jurassic Park franchise. Wait, we're just doing recommend or... Oh, yeah. Hey, would you recommend this? I'd recommend it. I'm not going to put it in the Hall of Fame, though. Jordan? I... Sorry. Jordan? So here's what's weird. Oh boy. I don't think I'm going to necessarily recommend it, people, but I sort of have to still put it in on my Hall of Fame because what our Hall of Fame rules are, I still watch it several times, and I'm still entertained by it. But is this a good movie? And would I recommend it to other people and say, like, yes, this is a good movie? No. But I'm still entertained. I'm still rewatching it. So... By that definition, with our rules, it is a Hall of Fame movie. I appreciate and so your I am going to put- <laughs> Please keep this movie far away from me and my family, please. <laughs> I feel like I'm not going to get it, uh, get the other ruling Love like that. Love it. like, I'm, the rules say, they, these are the rules. I have to put it in the Hall of Fame. And I appreciate no. that because I put some pretty shitty movies in my Hall of Fame that you guys roasted me for. So whatever, Seth. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say, as far as recommendation, only on, and I do that, I know I do this all the time, conditional recommendations, but this is a conditional recommendation. If you have never seen the movie and you really like Jurassic Park and you are a completionist, as in you do all the side quests of Witcher 3, then yeah, go ahead and watch the movie. But if you are not a completionist, then don't feel the need to watch, I don't, I don't think you need to watch this movie. Just stick with Jurassic Park and pretend like that was the end of it. There's never a sequel involved until you get to Jurassic World. I, I would I, honestly just tell them to watch Jurassic World. No, if they yeah, just get yeah, done no, with Jurassic, Jurassic Park, go watch yeah. Jurassic World because it pretend that it's over. <laughs> then never watch another movie. But I, do. I like the idea thing. of there being the second island, though, and I feel like you miss out on that. Like that's a really cool oh, idea, like the breeding yeah. island. They had that. There was the plant, the site B I and stuff like that. There were some good things in the movie, but. For me, like this is my second time watching it in the last two or three years. And in both spots, 
there I just get so bored at a certain point where I'm like like the first time I watched I turned it off because I was like, okay, I'm done with this. This time I actually finished it because of the podcast. I just get bored. I'm like like I would not like I'm probably for the rest of my life never gonna watch this movie again. Like I will probably never watch it again. If it comes on the TV, I'm gonna keep changing and if someone's like hey you want to watch this movie i'm just going to leave i don't need that negativity in my life uh i'm just so i can't say it's a holiday at all by yeah. our criteria even with our criteria i can't nowhere yeah. near no get the get this movie the fuck out of here i want to give Yorton props though i love that he's sticking to his truth yeah, yeah. and he's like i, I watch this movie all the time i know it's bad but i still i still like it look i've seen varsity blues like 50 times not a good movie but goddamn it, I don't want your Yeah, I'm going to go. That's actually a fun and entertaining movie. And for what it is, for what you want a movie like that to be, it fills it perfectly. Yeah, no. Sorry, that was a bad. No, that, that was a, was a horrible comparison. That was a, that was a poor comparison because I know I what I'm getting guys right now. I know why I'm here. I know what it's about. No. I'm not I expecting mean, Shakespeare when I'm trying to watch a teen comedy like that. No. I would have put There's it other in Street Fighter, yeah. but y'all didn't put Street Fighter in. I mean, I know that's another bad example. Wait a second. I think I, did, it, I voted but... for it to be in the Hall of Fame. I know Ray did not, though. No, no, me and Ray did. I think if I had to do it again, I would. Ray and I voted in Double Dragon. Oh, that's a great movie. That's a great but time. Double Dragon is infinitely more entertaining. Okay, I want you know to I'm not going to do this podcast for this movie. I'm not going to do this. I will not sit here and start defending Street Fighter again no, about why please. you're wrong, Jared. I will not take that bait. Our 100th episode is coming up, and I think we need to rewatch Street Fighter. No. <laughs> God, no. God, no. I'm down. I'm all right with it. Dude, I guess, I guess my, um, my stay on the podcast ends at episode 99. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> It'd be cool to do a, like a re-Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2 is what we would call it. The redo. I don't know. I feel like I kind of want to watch it again. I kind of miss it, man. <laughs> um, we're going to be watching Jurassic Park 3. Sounds like a holiday. <laughs> where they tried to replace the T-Rex with the Spinosaurus. Yorton, I'm going to task you with doing some homework on the Spinosaurus and telling, telling us how accurate it is in the movie. I feel like that's up your alley. Oh, I even sent you one video about this. Yeah, you sent me a video, and I haven't watched it yet, but I plan on it. Yeah. But uh, I'm curious because I felt like they, I felt like they jumped the gun and tried to make him more of a badass than he really was. But I don't know; he might be actually be a badass. The thing is with the Spinosaurus, I'll tell you right now, what they know about it has changed so much every so many years that. that I, I don't know if it'd be fair for the movie to be completely accurate, but there's a lot of things they got it accurate. And I'm, I'll, I'll talk about the things they actually got accurate on it. All right, y'all. Sounds great. Dress Park 3. Um, this one's going to be a wild one. I know that right now. I'm look, this is one I was most looking forward to talking about is Dress Park 3. I'm, right, I'm excited. I don't remember it. So I'm excited <laughs> to actually watch it. All right, we will uh, see you guys next week. Y'all take care.